I'm Kevin Price. You're listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. A longtime regular in terms of commentator, uh, Daniel Cotter, he's going to be good doing an ongoing series with us of interviews uh, going forward, which we're really excited about. I love his I love his commentaries and articles over at the Price of Business Digital Network, and we've asked him recently to come on uh, regularly to do uh, actual interviews with me, and I'm, I, I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, as a lawyer who started out of college as an accountant and passed the CPA exam, Daniel Cotter tries to use that knowledge and business acumen to truly partner with legal clients. He also spent more than 16 years of his 27 years as a lawyer in-house. Clients want to have pragmatic, digestible, understandable information and advice, and that's what Daniel's all about. Uh, I'm telling you, in this world of uh, really reaction uh, rather than proaction, um, an attorney in the in the proaction area is crucial. He graduated with honors in accounting from Monmouth College and a law degree with honors from the John Marshall Law School. So we're glad to have him. You can learn more about him, of course, at howardandhoward.com. That's howardandhoward.com. Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business Always get great feedback when Daniel Cotter's on the program. Uh, he's a, uh, a trusted advisor. That is how he has positioned himself in the legal field, which I think is brilliant. It's one of the reasons why we began working with him. Uh, so much of the legal field, unfortunately, um, is driven by people that, uh, I hate to say it, and it's not unusual. It's kind of like there's a business side to everything, including the law. Uh, you know, how, how, many, how many billable hours can we get? And what I love about uh, about Daniel Carter is that I believe, and I get that even from the series that we've done, that he's about how many billable hours can we prevent in order to prevent needless legal issues for his clients. Your approach, Daniel, first of all, is kind of rare, um, unfortunately, from what I've observed. Um, but second of all, I think, you know, the payoff is that you probably end up keeping clients for a very long time. Yes, yeah, I do, Kevin. And as, as I don't know if we've ever talked about my kind of path on this show, but, you know, I, I was in private practice from 2010 until beginning of uh, April 2013, and then went in-house for a couple of years to try to take a company public, and then came back in 2015 to uh, private practice. And a lot of those clients, as you mentioned, you know, I had them in 2010. Through that, I gave them up when I went in-house, and then, you know, we came back, and a lot of those clients are still clients and uh, referral sources today. So, And that, that, that's what we try. We try for the long-term relationship and not just, uh, you know, for the, for the billable hour. I just, uh, interestingly enough, you talk about the billable hour and, and, and kind of that whole thing. There's a guy on LinkedIn, Jonathan Pollard, who was just writing about big law and some of the craziness of, of billable practices that, that uh, you know, we, 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 we try to avoid uh, just because uh, so, some of it is kind of, uh, it just is it, it's pretty insane. So Sounds like a good future topic on the show, actually. I, I think we ought to look into that uh, because that is one of my pet peeves. And, and really, uh, they talk about the cliches and how there's a truth to them. Well, one of my favorite favorites is, is analysis prevention is better than a pound of cure. And that's really your your approach, from what I can tell. That's your philosophy to law. 
It is. It is. So, yep. I love that. All right. Real quickly about your uh, company, your firm that you're with, their website, and then set the stage for us on our topic today. Yes, my my law firm is uh, Dickinson Dickinson Wright PLLC, and and the website is Dickinson Dash Wright W R I G H T dot com. And uh, the the first topic today that that we're going to talk about, or the topic we're talking about today, Kevin, uh, has to do with arbitration provisions and uh, alternative dispute resolution. Uh, an interesting case that just uh, happened to to be decided at, 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 uh, where I live. Uh, this week and uh, has, has potential big impacts on on uh, companies that uh, that choose alternative dispute resolution as opposed to allowing class actions of consumer cases and other matters you know courts where can get very expensive and huge uh, groups of plaintiffs can uh, sue for all kinds of alphabet soup statutory provisions and for uh, alleged and perceived harms. All right, give us a little bit of background for us. Sure. So, so uh, Illinois, I think we've talked about it before. There's a, a law called the Biometric Information Privacy Act. Uh, there are a uh, number of users of, of Samsung products, uh, you know, probably their Droid phones. I'm not exactly sure what the underlying complaint is. But what happened was uh, about uh, 800 or so individual consumers uh, there's an arbitration provision that says you have any dispute with Samsung, you must uh, submit to uh, the American Arbitration Association uh, Consumer Rules Arbitration and submit your claims there. You can't uh, do them jointly. And so what happened was about eight or 900 uh, individuals filed uh, their claims with the AAA uh, for uh, pursuant to the arbitration agreement, and Samsung got a notice of, of a bill and what happens in these consumer arbitration cases, Kevin, is that the companies pay for uh, the administrative cost of the arbitration, and it's you know can be a thousand to two thousand dollars. It just depends on uh, the type of case, the amount that disputed and stuff. And what happened was Samsung gets this bill for about three hundred eleven thousand dollars, I think was the exact number, and they tell the AAA that we're not paying these these administrative fees. Get out of here. And uh, the AAA dismissed these cases. Uh, the uh, consumers then went to uh, the Nord Northern District of Illinois, the federal court, uh, saying, look, this, uh, the Federal Arbitration Act is, clearly it makes it clear that if, if companies decide to go to uh, AAA or other arbitration means, then they have to uh, fulfill and, uh, their obligations under those uh, agreements that they drafted and so the judge in this case ordered uh, Samsung uh, that they must indeed litigate these Biometric Information Privacy Act claims, uh, 800 and something cases and probably growing. And so it'll be interesting now uh, to see how that goes. And, and, and uh, that, that's kind of the background. Yeah, very interesting. And uh, talk about how, this in a larger context. What do you think are some of the uh, takeaways and implications? Sure. You know, one of one of the things that, uh, that there's been a trade-off in terms of uh, uh, and a philosophy of many companies, again, to avoid class actions, avoid these presidential runaway juries uh, from imposing these huge uh, verdicts and, and decisions in these cases. 
the trade-off has been to use arbitration provisions and mandate it. You see that in a lot of employment agreements and, and other things. And what, what, what I'm recommending to businesses is they should uh, discuss uh, the benefits and risk of, of going forward with these uh, uh, alternative dispute resolution provisions in their contracts. Again, there's still an attractiveness, but you think about it, there's going to be 800 and something individual cases filed with the AAA again or refiled. Uh, the administrative cost alone is $300,000, just the initial administrative cost. Uh, they have to hire attorneys to defend each of those cases. And so what's going to happen for uh, many, uh, and again, the, the conversation you should be having with your trusted advisor is to really kind of gauge the exposures and, again, benefits of, of the confidentiality and the non-presidential value and the single isolated consumer in these cases versus, you know, the, the, the pressures that might be on uh, some of these uh, uh, defendants going forward if this uh, decision stands by, by the Northern District of Illinois, uh, uh, just in terms of costs and, and expenses of, of uh, battling these, these uh, you know, these huge amount of cases that are filed. Yeah, absolutely. So when you think about this and you look at this case and you look at your clients, how, how are you applying this in your relationship to your clients? We, we have a conversation all the time because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm oftentimes, I'm, sometimes I'm business to business, but oftentimes, you know, my clients serve uh, the, the individual consumer. And so we have these conversations to kind of, again, make sure that they go in uh, with, with eyes wide open and, and think through kind of the, you know, the, the ways that they might uh, tweak the process or, or tweak the, the way that these provisions work so that they, might not have the same exposure that we're talking about here uh, with with such huge uh, administrative costs and and other uh, costs and uh, trying to make sure that they understand you know what the what the benefits of alternative dispute resolution are uh, sometimes it could be cheaper and more cost efficient depending on, on the t- nature of the dispute but uh, it's not always the panacea that that uh, you know it's been sold as mm-hmm yeah. That makes perfect sense. So, all right, final thoughts on your website one more time. Yeah, I th- again, I think, it, you know, I, I think that these provisions are, are still have attractiveness for those in the consumer business, but, you know, think through and di- discuss with your trusted advisors how all of this might work uh, in the real world. And our website is Dickinson, uh, right, uh, Dickinson, Dickinson-Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T.com. Daniel Cotter, regular on the Price of Business Show. He's really our choice of advisor when it comes to a lot of these legal issues. Glad to have him as a resource. I am Kevin Price. You are listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. Do you want to remind you, it is a show that never ends. It continues 24-7 at priceofbusiness.com, where we are continuously adding new audios, articles, videos, and more. Make sure you check that out. Stay tuned for more after this.